Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our regular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sport. And today, it's no different. I have Mr. Michael Haddix Jr. with me. Michael, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. My absolute pleasure, Michael. Michael, before we get into your current status, take me back in time. Who was young Michael at school? Uh, So I was... uh kind of goofy, I guess. Um, I was <laughs> I was the son of a, a professional athlete, so my dad played in the NFL for a while. Um, so he was played running back for the Eagles and the Packers. So I grew up outside of Philly, so you know I was you know son of an athlete. So I was you know playing basketball and football every day. Um, you know, kind of goofy. Did really well in school, but also you know got a chance to experience you know, sort of the what happens when you had someone around you that had some sort of fame. So I got a chance, it's kind of cool for him to be like, all right, you know, you see the good and the bad of it. So, you know, my dad played until I was up, like, in South like nine or 10. So I was just kind of being goofy and having school and, and cool and fun. And then you get a chance to see differences when my dad stopped playing. Like, life changed a little different. People treated you differently. You know, uh, you got invited to different places. You know, stuff, pretty, stuff changed pretty substantially. But, so for me, growing up, was you know, a young athlete, having a good time, you know, enjoying it, but always wanted to um, you know, had that that sort of world of, sport, of professional sports around me. And for me, I was like, you know, I felt like it was something that was close to me, and it wasn't anything unique or different. It was you know, what I grew up with. Did you feel any pressure to follow in in your dad's shoes? Um, you know, a little bit. Uh, so I was always a bigger guy, so you know, everybody wanted me to play football. Um, well, my dad did a great job of being like, listen, you know, just, you know, for him, it was like, go play something. So my dad, you know, his, his, he tells me, you know, his first love was, was uh, basketball. So I played, grew up playing basketball. I started playing, you know, I played well. I got to end up, you know, going through really high school and then, then got to talk to college. So my dad was like, as long as you're, you know, this is, this is carving a path for you. Um, you know, he was cool with it. Um, but you know, it's weird because I, you know, I, I love basketball. I have an equal love for football, you know, I never played. So. It was kind of a cool sort of bonding, but he never pushed. He was like, you know, go get out of the house and go do something. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes some parents uh, push their kids a bit too, too much, but your dad definitely had it, had it worked out, man, which is uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, take yeah, us. It's funny you say that. Like, yeah. Go on, go on. Sorry. I'll, I'll cut you off. Go on. Oh, no. I was saying, it, you know, it's funny. It's funny you said that. Um, you know, it's funny you see it, right? So I think it happens, you know, I see it growing up. So there were guys that, you know, that were that were really good players. But, you know, you can see that they didn't want it as bad as, you know, their parents wanted it for them. Yeah. And, and you see it happens a lot. So it's something that you see all the time. And those parents are usually not pro athletes. They're usually, the, you know, the, the parents that never played or that they, they weren't good enough. Yeah, man. That's uh, uh, too many parents try and live their dreams through, through their kids. So, and it just ends up impacting the kids too too much and they just eventually break man it just it's never good it's never good very rarely so but anyway yeah 
Um, moving on, take us through where you're currently at. You're working on some great things. Yeah, so um, you know, a few years ago I founded a company called Empower. Um, you know, the thought process there was, you know, before that I was a financial advisor for professional athletes. I worked at Division of Octagon Sports, and we had some of the biggest names, you know, in football and basketball and, and Olympic sports that you know you know you see on TV every day. All thing does. Um, and, and and before that I was working on Wall Street. I was at Goldman Sachs. So I started a company because I wanted to bring those worlds together. So for me, it was like, you know, what I saw at Goldman Sachs, um, I wanted to create this bridge between that and athletes. So, um, you know, we it, it's a really unique company. So I, it didn't exist. So I was like, you know, something doesn't exist. And I took a leap of faith. I'm like, I think I can go create something that's really beneficial to, to athletes. So, um, yeah, so at Empower, what we do is, um, the sort of bread and butter is we have consulting, consulting business. And what we do is we create unique experiences and educational opportunities for athletes. So we go to universities across the country, we go to professional sports teams, we go to leagues. And our goal is can we help athletes be empowered and understand how to prepare for life off the court? And a lot of that is for the business and finance side. Um, so helping you know, players prepare for, the next, for that next level. And, and if you are, a college athlete and preparing for a pro, we create a really unique safe space for you to get all the tools you need to know what's next. Do you know how the money works? Do you know, you know how to prepare for the next level? Do you know how to hire the right people? Um, and then when we go to pro uh, special athletes, it's, it's about succeeding where you are off the field or off the court. Whether it's you know just kind of the day to day from a financial perspective, what what should you be doing? You know how can this thing work? How do you excel? Um, when you're not playing, I mean, what we've seen is, you know, if you're, if you're not kind of off the court or off the field, it bleeds into you on the court or on the field stuff. So, you know, really unique opportunities. So we're teaching guys about business and finance and helping connect in with the CEOs and having really unique dinners and, and creating a safe place for athletes to learn how this world works, prepare for a post-athletic career from a business standpoint um, in a way that doesn't exist without, you know, wanting anything. Our whole goal is going to create a safe space where unbiased, give the information that's the right thing for you, and, and with no ulterior motives, and just make sure you're prepared for whatever, whatever lies ahead. Absolutely, which makes a lot of sense. We see a lot of athletes make make a lot of money in sport, and then it, it all disappears, and then <laughs> when that avenue, when that uh, revenue avenue dries up, all of a sudden there's no more sport, there's, there's no more UE income, uh, things go, go sour, so... It's definitely a very, very important role in in athletes' uh, journey, basically moving forward. Um, so you've gone through a few different worlds. You've experienced the the highs of the highs in in finance, and you've basically then established this company um, in sport and finance. Really, you you must have faced some some serious challenges to try and get through. To these, or basically working with these larger companies and then establishing the whole business. Take us through some of these challenges, basically. Yeah, you know, I, I think um, yeah, it, it's been a it, it's been a tough road, you know, I think um, the one thing that I realized kind of throughout this thing was that you're doing things for the right reasons. I may not happen soon, but it happens eventually. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I think early when we started the company, um, and our goal was like to be a really unique resource for players. You know, the first thing we got was 
but people didn't believe it was real. So they were like, all right, but like, so you're coming in and teach our players stuff, but like, you don't want, you don't like, you don't want to manage them. And I was like, no, 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 like, you know, we get paid by the teams in the leagues and, and, and the schools. And we're like, no, no, we, this is completely independent. And, and some people couldn't believe it, whether it's, you know, people that were hiring us, but also uh, external people just couldn't believe that we were going to get in a room with a bunch of players that had $20 million each and we were going to teach them at least. So everyone was like, you know, we got a lot of no's. We're like, no, no, we don't think this is, you know, we think there's you know, something else to be going on here. Uh, and a lot of people didn't think this business could, you know, could work. A lot of people were like, you know, no one was going to pay for education. And, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's not a, a great business. Um, so a lot of it was, you know, sort of internal, you know, the, our clients, our, our, our original clients kind of being like, wait a second, like, you know, we're really protective of our players. Like, you know, we don't know if this is something that we haven't seen this before. So it doesn't make sense for you to do this. Um, and then externally, a lot of it was, was people can think this could be a sustainable business. So people were surprised. Like, yeah, but like, you know, you may get one or two opportunities, but like, can you really make this thing grow? Um, so that was a lot of, a lot of the pushback. And I think that um, a lot of it came from that we're just new and we're different than I think the old model. Um, the old model was you know, somebody coming in there and you know, putting a budget on, on the board and teaching a budget. It's like, that's not what we do. Ours is, ours is really unique. Um, but it's a battle every day. And I think even now, you know, with a lot of our businesses driven from a lot of live, um, live events, um, we have some digital stuff that we do as well. But even now, you know, with, you know, with, with this world being the way it is right now and things slowing down pretty substantially, um, you know, it, it's a challenge, but it's always going to be like that. It's always going to be sort of bumps in the road, what, what it was, but we made sure we were different coming from a good place. We have unique backgrounds, we have unique experiences that we think can't be duplicated. And, and with all that, we know if you do it for the right way, you're actually providing a tangible benefit. Uh, it's just only a matter of time before those walls come down. Yeah, absolutely. How, how do you see your business evolving and moving forward? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, I think so it's got to be a digital solution. Um, I, I think there's, so it's got to be something that is, you know, you see in the world now, which is, you know, there's, you know, the live events, I think they will come back, but I think it's got to be um, something a little different than, than, than what it currently was. So I think we're, you know, we're working on some cool digital platforms, um, but I also think, you know, what I, what I think that is really interesting is, you know, in the Instagram world, in the, you know, kind of this current world that we're in, short first are really important. You see a company like Quibi comes out and it's like 10-minute shows. Um, and I think, I think that's going to be important in everything. So for us, you know, our thought process is, you know, what if we, can we make these you know, short-form content? Can we make it something where um, it's still really engaging, but it's in burst of information? Um, because, you know, the times is, you know, sitting out for an hour, and I think, you know, in a live event, out for an hour, I think it's, as long as it's engaging, it's good, but I think the digital component, um, so we make it really unique and, and short form and short form and have these bursts of information that's engaging, but like giving giving players nuggets of information, I think is it's gonna be really unique and something we're working on. How have players re- reacted to this information so far? So um, you know, it, it's been we've we've had um, really positive um, reactions, and I think you know the reason why is our company we're relatable. Our you know our goal is we're, we're former athletes, we're in the space, we understand the world. We're not in that room to be like, oh my god, we're in the room with these players. Like 
hey man, like I understand where you're coming from. You know, with our experience, and I give you a quick anecdote. You know, when I was a financial advisor, you know, I sat in the room with players and had to have a conversation about like, hey, you know, here's what you're getting your DM. I know, you know, that players are getting these random, you know, investment opportunities. I can speak to that. I've, I know there's hard conversations that have to happen with them. So when you take that experience, you can go in that room and say, like, let's talk about, you know, when somebody in your family says this, how do you handle it? And, or, or when, you know, you're ready to retire and, you know, a lot of people around you don't want you to, or, you know, when you're fighting with a lot of other people around that may have different incentives than you do. So a lot of those things um, that are really unique to athletes, we, we craft our content around and we do a lot of case studies. So we're showing real world scenarios that, you know, that you see on TV. So you see a player or you see a former player that has been really successful. Um, we really break down why. So let's, let's get into it. So our, our thing is we use people and players and scenarios that the players all have experienced or are really close to, and we break it down in really simple ways. Um, and, and I think that is something that's unique and different and really engaging because players want to know, hey, like, Magic Johnson's like X, but, like, no one tells me how he got there. Yeah. And those are things that we break down. And it's like, okay, like, that. wow, that, that's a real good development. Is. Oh, that's if you own something, that's how this works. Or, okay, like, this is how I can navigate this space, and, and here's how my decision may impact my credit. So things like that we do really unique. Wow, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, that definitely works, absolutely. Um, so if you were to go back in time, or if there was somebody coming through the same journey now, what's a piece of advice that you could give them? I would say, and this is like, you know, one of the, I guess it's like, it's one of the cliches you hear a lot and I heard it and it's like, yeah, whatever. But um, I think the one thing is you got to find the thing that you're really good at and that you're passionate about. And it's like, they may be sort of close. Find that. And I think if you do that and you're authentic, um, don't let the hurdle stop you because you can be super successful and and it, and it doesn't matter you know somebody told me a long time ago like yeah just like yeah there's a thousand people doing the same thing you do but if you do it really well then it doesn't matter i think doing that stuff well comes from authenticity being passionate really caring about what you're doing um i think that is one of the most important things and the other thing is like don't let the money deter you up front i think you know everything's a everything's a risk and, and I took jobs that were, you know, took jobs in my past that were making, that made a lot of money and I was miserable. And, and, you know, when I started this, people said it'll never make money. And now that we're kind of, you know, blowing the doors off, we're doing really well and we're continuing to grow. So, so I think if, if you're young, you got to find what you're passionate about, what you care about. Um, Cause I think that authenticity will have you win in meetings. You, you will win by being authentic. You can get in front of that room and say, hey, we're going to find that, that hiring person and say, like, this is what I care about and this is why. That energy comes through and that will allow you to overcome a lot of stuff. So I think that authenticity, passion, um, and being focused on it early, the earlier the better, especially in the sports world. I think the sports world is just, it's hard. But there's a million people that try to get into it every day, but they get into it because it's a quick way to make a lot of money because somebody signed a $300 million contract. So if I get into that, I can get a piece of that. So I think <laughs> people like, there's so many people getting into it every day. Yeah. Um, so if you get into it for the right reasons and you do it and you withstand, you know, you're right. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Very, very wise words there, Mr. Michael. 
Um, Michael, you've been amazing. Um, definitely shared a ton of insight and wisdom upon us. Um, before we wrap things up, where can people find you online and learn yeah, more so, about um, and learn Instagram, more about Empowered? My, my, yeah, my uh, my Instagram is uh, Michael Haddix. So Michael and H A D D I X Junior. So it's at Michael Haddix Junior. Uh, so my Instagram, our Instagram is um, our other Instagram is at Become Empowered. And Empowered is actually the last E of Empowered is a three. Um, so we educate, we elevate, and we empower. And you know, same on my, same same thing across all of our Twitter and our and our socials or you know LinkedIn, Michael Haddock Junior. So so reach out, you know, we share really unique stories and um, and, and happy um, you know for anybody that that is interested in sort of this world, you know, always love talking about it and to be a resource. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Haddock Junior. Once again, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?